Hello and welcome to the School of Prosperity and Influence once again. I am Adepule Olambiwonu and I'm super excited to be here with you today. I am so glad that by the grace of God you've been able to join us up to this point from the very beginning of this program up to this point. And so if you are not a part of this particular um, set of people, that means if you are not enrolled to the school and you have been drinking from the wealth of the word of God since the beginning we start since the beginning of this series I want to sincerely congratulate you because you are so lucky I want to sincerely congratulate you and I want you to not just be an hearer of the word alone but also a doer make sure you are all of these things that we're talking about you are able to do them because information that is not used all right is not powerful I like to reiterate this again that no matter how liberating the information may be, if it does not, if it is not being used, it is not powerful. And this is the problem we have in the world today. This is the problem we have in the world today. It might be surprising to you that uh, I want you to understand something that the Bible is complete. It is a complete manual for living by the grace of God. It is a complete manual for living. Some parts of the Bible were written for you to learn from, and some part of the Bible were written to you. To live by so it is this is to tell you that this is a complete manual whatever it is that you want in this act okay whatever kind of life you want to live that you want to prosper in okay you can find out to be successful in that kind particular manner in the bible the bible is so complete but the problem is that uh, we have replaced the information in the bible because we could not use them this is the this is the interesting part the world we live in today has managed to take a bit of the bible to form worldly principles on all right and ignore the rest of it so if you look at most of most of the success principles that you see in the world today most of them were examples that jesus set for us most of them were examples that people in the bible set for us and i don't understand how Naturally, the world will tend to accept the lessons, but ignore the people who preach the lessons and their full message. It is one of the deceptions of the devil. Devil. So I want us to understand today that if you have been, if you've had access to this information over time, please use them, and God help you. Today we are going to be talking about the last key to prosperity. All right. We've said before that there are many keys, but we are going to be considering the last key for this program today. And that key is a very, very important point. All right, I will mention the key now. All right, so after this, we're going to move straight to laws of prosperity. All right, so the reason we are taking keys first is because you can find this, so that you can find the laws of prosperity easy to use. So that you can find the laws of prosperity easy to use. Because if you do not lay the foundation well, you might not be able to use the law. So there are a lot of people that will tell you that, that we are using the law of prosperity. But we are using some of these laws, but it's not been working for them. Some of these laws we are going to discuss from today onward, you have heard of a lot of them before. And you have come to the conclusion that some of them don't work. And the reason is simple. Because you cannot use the laws of prosperity if you have not used the keys to prosperity. So you have to first unlock prosperity for yourself in order for you to experience it. You have to first unlock. That is why we are, we've been sharing keys. And by the grace of God, we started with uh, love as a key, then humility and service as a key, and then uh, godliness as a key. 
And so today we are going to consider a very important key, which is prayer. This is one of the most misused and most misunderstood word in the Bible. Misunderstood, rather. People misuse the word prayer at all, a lot. We, we misunderstand what prayer really means. And that is why sometimes in the place of prayer, okay, people don't get results. You can find someone that has been crying to God, praying to God about a particular thing for years, regarding a particular thing, all right? And you will find another person that has just prayed to God about it last week. And the person that prayed about it last week will have results. And the person that has been praying for years will still be there. So there is a way, there is a doing to prayer. I want you to understand something. There is a doing to prayer. So what does prayer really mean? Today we are going to be examining prayer as a key to prosperity. I want you to understand something. That uh, God, uh, we've said this before that as new creations that we have, God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. In that book of Ephesians. So that God has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Okay? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue it is important that yes we we know this all right but it is almost impossible for you to unlock these things if you don't understand how to use prayer so prayer is like uh so prayer is the kind of the key okay let me say the final key that unlocks the door to prosperity the final key that unlocks the door to prosperity because if you are going to pray Bible makes us to understand that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against kingdoms of darkness, against wickedness in the highest places. Alright? So naturally, these people that we are talking about, that we are wrestling against, will not want you to prosper. This is where the word of prayer is. And you are going to understand how to use them today by the grace of God. So what does prayer mean? This is the first thing we want to consider. What does prayer really mean? Prayer is a form of communication i want us to understand this that prayer is a form of communication and prayer is something that you don't have to do in a part how do i put it you don't have to go to a consecrated place before it is accepted praise the lord get this clearly today that you don't have to go to a consecrated place because before your prayers are answered the heart is of the Lord and the fullness thereof. That you want to go to a particular place to go and pray is for your own, uh, how do I put it now? It's for your own personal discipline. Maybe you don't know how to pray and focus where you are. Maybe you need the ambience of a, of a gathering, the ambience of a mountain, the ambience of a church before you pray. But I'm telling you to this today that prayer is not just demanding. Prayer is a form of of communication all right so i want you to correct that today it is not just demanding so people make a mistake people make something every time we are praying it's because you want to demand from god or pray from god no it's not so as a matter of fact you pray almost all the time have you not found it uh surprising that the bible will consider it there that it says that pray without ceasing pray without ceasing so is, is the scripture say we'll get there eventually is the scripture saying that we should stand at some point and continue to pray we examine that so i want you to understand this that prayer is beyond demanding and most of the time you are praying and this will take us to the forms of prayer 
The first form of prayer is thoughts. I want you to understand it. <laughs> that the thoughts of a man are like prayers. Not are like prayers. The thoughts of a man are prayers. That is why the Bible says that as a man thinketh, so is he. When you desire something, you are praying. When you are thinking about something, you are praying. So, thinking is a form of... I want you to understand that we pray all the time. Thinking is a form of praying. This is the first form. Thoughts. Have you not wondered why your thoughts... This is why. This is what the world has coined into mind power. I want us to understand something. I used to be... I, I was, I was, I'm, a, I'm a life coach myself. And I used to teach on mind power too. And I understand the wisdom of the world regarding that particular thing. And I'm telling you this today... That mind power is, your mind has the ability to, uh, sorry, your mind has power. Because the communications of your mind, or that is your thoughts, are prayers. So everything you are thinking about is a prayer. That is why you have to be careful about the things you are thinking about. So now imagine that you are thinking, okay, you are praying about a particular thing, and you are thinking negatively. That is to tell you that you cannot have received what you have asked for. That is why the Bible tells us that whatever it is we have asked for, we should settle it in our hearts that we have received it. Because the most important point, of, the, the, a very important place of settling things is in the heart, the thought of the heart. When you say you believe something, it is through the thoughts of your heart. Thinking is a form of prayer. The second form of prayer is confessions. This is one of the most effective form of prayers confessions confessions now the good thing about confessions is that it enables the individual see this is this is how confession works i've explained this before but let me let me let me say it again confession enables the individual the bible says that for by faith for by hearing cometh faith faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of god faith cometh by hearing when you hear okay you have faith and what is the hearing come from? The word of God. So what we are saying in essence is that when you confess the word of God, your spirit hears them. Even you yourself hears them. And he enables you. So confessions are one of the easiest ways to build our faith, okay? And to make our demands. Okay? It is through confessions that you can build your faith, Okay? And make your demands come into place. So there are some things that you have that if you don't confess them, you may not be able to activate them. Mm. Bible says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we may be able to think or ask for, according to the power that worketh in us. How do we unlock that power? One of the is one of the ways to unlock the power is fellowshipping with God. And another way to unlock it after fellowshipping, of course, is confessions. You have to confess. Think about it. The greatest miracle to happen to man ever happened to you. And that is the translation of from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And it happened because you believed in your heart, your thoughts. This is to tell you that your thoughts are prayers. You believed in your heart that Jesus is Lord and he died for you. And you confess with your mouth that is your personal Lord and Savior. These two things, okay, brought that miracle upon you. Confessing. 
So if ordinary just confessing that Jesus is your Lord and personal Savior can bring such a wonderful miracle upon you, imagine what more it will do for you if you begin to confess the Word of God. Confession. The second form of prayer is request. Prayer of request. So yes, you can request from God. So you can make a request from the Holy Spirit. You can make a request from the Father. Yes. But there is a way you make requests that you get them. We talk about them in praying names. There is a way you make requests that you get them. The Bible says that God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things, all things, all things, all things, all things. But yes, you can still make requests. So requesting is a form of prayer that we make. Now, this is the interesting part. Requests are the most common forms of prayer. So most of the time, we make a lot of requests. And about a lot of the time, a lot of these times, these requests are wrong. Mm-hmm. A lot. In fact, a good percentage of the time that you've been making requests in the past are wrong. You will learn that today. By the grace of God, this should change your prayer life. A good number of requests we make are very wrong. Very, very wrong. Alright? And the third form of prayer are commands. Commands. So we do this too. So I command you in the name of Jesus. Let's say you are binding the devil, you are casting, you are, you are destroying the works of the devil. You command. Because you command with authority. So sometimes people make mistakes. Where they are supposed to command, they are requesting God to do it for them. And God will not do for man what man must do for himself. God will not do for man what man must do for himself. So you have to make, there are some things you need to make commands. There are some commands you need to do. There are some things you need to demand. But in order for you to be able to command, you need to understand your identity. Because command here, okay, requires authority requires understanding of authority. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Command here requires understanding of authority. So if you do not understand your authority in Christ Jesus, you might not be able to command. And funny enough, there are a lot of commanding you need to do and you are doing less of them. Praise the Lord. So now that we understand what prayer means, that it is not just about requesting alone, it is a form of communicating with the divine communicating with the divine communicating with the father for christmas it is a form of communicating with the father as a matter of fact for everybody it is a form of communicating with god that is why god is so jealous of the fact that some people in the old testament okay when they pray they pray to Baal. they pray to other gods it is not because they went there to pray in person it is because their hearts are hotter the bar not just by the words of their mouth. The Bible says that God, for God does not look the way man looks. Man may look at the body, the physical appearance, but God looks at the heart. Because this is the most important place, the heart. Praise the Lord. So, you have to now understand this. So, what then is the importance of prayer? In order for, for us to establish, sorry about that, in order for us to establish the importance of prayer, we are going to look at the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. The importance of prayer. 1 Thessalonians.
first thessalonians 5 17 if you are there you can you just wait for me first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 he says pray without ceasing pray without ceasing pray without ceasing pray without ceasing you will discover that it will be almost impossible if only requests were the form of prayer to pray without ceasing jesus started this ministry with prayer and when he just when he was about to be taken away to the cross okay to the prison brother he ended with prayer just when he was about to be taken by the pharisees and the sadducees and the crowd he ended with prayer he came down after praying prayer is so important but the bible is saying here that we should pray without ceasing apostle paul okay the only spiritual apostle paul was telling us here that we should pray without ceasing it means that praying is beyond just going to a particular place to pray you have to pray continually pray with your thoughts continually pray with your confessions continually pray in your request continually pray in your commands so you may not be able to do all four at the same time but at this, at least you can pray in your thoughts all the time now understanding that our thoughts are prayers now means that you will only think of good things you will only think about good things this is the secret this is a mystery that is hidden to so many people and has made a lot of christians many when they have you have to think about only good things regardless of what is happening to you this is not possibly thinking this that's why the bible encourages meditation on the word of god it enables your mind to be filled only with the word of god that what you are thinking is only the word of god and when you are only able to do this and only when you're when you're meditating the word of god and you are able to think only about the word of god you are praying and you will receive the answers to your prayers praise the lord this is so important let us look at the book of james 5 17 5 16 james james chapter 5 james chapter 5 verse 16 now 16 it says confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer praise the lord the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much the effectual <laughs> the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much you see where we miss the where we used to make confessions here is the word righteous the bible says calls us the righteousness of god so righteous man here does not mean by the works of the hands of the man but by the spirit of the lord the bible has already called you the righteousness of god so it means that if you can pray without ceasing okay if you can pray without ceasing the effectual fervent your effectual fervent prayer rather availeth much this is the importance of prayer we live in a world where the kingdom of darkness is operating illegally and we have to manifest as the sons of god we have to destroy the works of the devil you and i 
as sons of God that we have, we need to manifest. It is in our manifestation that we can only prosper. See, I want you to understand something. That is, it is impossible for any man to prosper in Christ if he's, if he's not manifesting as the son of God. And if you must manifest as the son of God, you have to destroy the works of the devil. And how do you do this? Through prayer. The effectual fervent prayer, okay? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now you understand that not all of these prayers are requests and commands alone. A good number of them goes to your thoughts and confessions. Praise the Lord. Pray without ceasing. So it is possible to, because a lot of people have wondered whether it is possible to pray without ceasing. I am telling you now, by the help of the Holy Spirit, okay, the Holy Spirit is telling you now, through me, that it is possible to pray without ceasing. And it is that by you can pray in your thoughts. And by praying your thoughts, it means that what you only have in there, okay, is the word of God and of only good things. So somebody that has malice, nobody that is keeping malice towards another person, okay, is praying for something bad for that person. And you think that kind of person will come to the house of prayer to pray and God will answer his prayers? This is why you have to forgive your brethren. In James 5, it says that confess your faults one to another and be clear about it so that you do not pray something wrong for your brother in your heart and expect something good to happen to you when you are praying to God. Think only good things. It is a form of prayer. When you are thinking, you are, you are praying. When you are praying, you are praying. When you are talking, you are praying. When you are dreaming, you are praying. <laughs> Pray without ceasing. Because when you pray without ceasing, okay, the effectual fervent prayer of yours availeth much. It will enable you to manifest as the Son of God. Praise the Lord. So, I need to understand this. So, if this has been clear, you now understand that a lot of people are prayed amiss. I've said this before. That there are a lot of prayers that we have prayed, okay, and we did them amiss. We did them amiss. That's all, I want you to understand something. That there are some requests, okay. You cannot ask God to do for you what you must do for yourself, okay. The Bible says that He has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. All things that that, that pertain to life and godliness, okay. So it will be wrong for you again to be asking for one thing or another. Rather, what you should do is to learn how to activate it by living the word of God. Praise the Lord. So some of our requests, some people are requesting, especially in this part of the world where I came from, we make requests that God should stand up and resist the devil on our sake. I said God would do that. When God has, when he has already told us that we are supposed to resist the devil and he will leave us. It is your duty to resist the devil. It is your duty to command the devil to leave your oppression, to leave your business. It is your duty to command the devil and the oppressions of the kingdom of darkness to leave your land, to leave your home, to leave your marriage, to leave your whatever it is they are affecting, not God's. And God will not do for man what you must do for yourself. Praying amiss. 
There are some prayers that you don't need to pray. You only need to confess. And in order for you to confess, you need to first read the word of God. For example, praying for prosperity is not necessary. Praise the Lord. I, I, I was coming here. Praying for prosperity is not necessary. However, you already have this in you. What you need is to get the right word of God, leave them, and confess what God has said about you regarding your prosperity. The word of God says that his thoughts towards you are to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. Praise the Lord. It is important that we understand this. Praying amen. So he's talking about praying amen. And let us look at one of the instances that Jesus was trying to tell the apostles, was trying to teach them how to pray. That is in Matthew 5, Matthew 6, rather, Matthew chapter 6, verse uh, 5. Matthew 6, chapter 5, verse 5, rather. And when thou prayest, okay, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. This is what I'm telling you. That it is not until you go to the place of prayer, okay, and you start shouting that God will hear you. You can pray, pray in your secret place. Six, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to your father which is in secret. And your father which seeth you in secret shall reward you openly. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so you have to get this first. It is good to gather with the brethren and pray. It is not bad to go to a mountain and pray. Okay? A mountain of prayer. It is not bad, right? It is not bad, really. Okay? But it is more important that, you, that your prayer is between you and God. See? Every man needs a halter in his house. Every man, woman. Okay, maybe the man might be confessing. Every man, confused rather. Man, woman, woman rather, needs a halter in their house. Pray in your closet. You don't have to shout. It doesn't have to be until the whole neighborhood hears you. Because God, okay, so God that hears the thoughts of your heart. How much more the words that come out of your mouth? Now, seven years says, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions. Vain repetitions. This is the problem with most people. When we pray, we repeat over and over and over again as if God did not hear the first time. <laughs> so it does not matter whether you call the name of Jesus seven times or 21 times or 30 times or 50 times or three times. Once, is enough. Praise the Lord. It is the same this authority and power you need is contained in the name Jesus, not in the number of times you call it. Do not use vain repetitions. Pray your prayer, believing that you have received it. Once it is okay. When you come to the place of prayer to pray about a particular thing, about it, say the word of prayer with faith in your heart once, knowing fully whether you are right with God because you are you have you hold no offense towards your brothers. Pray it once. 
do not use vain repetitions as the hidden do for they think that they shall be heard for they are much speaking hate he now says that be not ye therefore like unto them for your father knoweth what things he have heard of before we have need of your father in heaven that you are about to pray to and tell all of the stories you want to tell him repeatedly he already knows all the things you need even the ones you don't know that you need before you ask them them so do you now think it will remind him more do you think it will remind him more if you keep talking about it no of course not do not use we are still talking about praying amiss do not use vain repetitions it is it is unnecessary and in this manner therefore after this manner therefore pray ye that is what he was teaching them actually our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name you will notice that before anything our father who art in heaven is our father is our father i mean he means every part of that word he is everything that father means to us and more but when you are to pay pray give thanks first giving thanks unto the father this is where people miss it so your prayers thanksgiving should start with your prayers when you are about to pray to god start with thanksgiving as if you have received them praise the lord we're still talking about praying names and i want us to look at the book of mark mark 11 mark chapter 11 verse 24 now it says therefore i say unto you what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them did this say that you you have to repeat them over and over did this say that when you ask of them once you will not get it did this say that uh <laughs> Praise the Lord. So it is important that you understand this. This is where you have been. This is why some people don't get results in the place of prayer. When they are praying, they are praying at this. It says here that when you are about to pray, give thanks unto the Father on with the understanding that you have received them. In Mark eleven twenty four, you know, sorry, eleven twenty four is out. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray. believe that you receive them and you shall have them another part of the bible says that when we pray according to his will this is where we miss it okay this is another point where people pray amiss so people don't get results in the place of prayer because they are making vain repetitions let us take them one by one so the first reason that causes people to make pray amiss is that they do vain repetitions one the second reason okay is that they do not believe and even if they believe immediately after the prayer a doubt entered into them and spoil the prayer that is the second reason why you have not been getting results for your prayer the third reason okay is because they be requesting instead of commanding or confessing they been using this a different form for the right prayer so you are praying the right prayer the wrong way This is the third reason. And the fourth reason, praise the Lord. The fourth reason here is that they were not giving thanks. See, thanksgiving is important. When you pray, give thanks to the Father. Our Father, I thank you because you are God and did and because your word says that you have continued praying. You've given thanks unto the Father. 
stand on the word of God. And so the fourth reason people pray is that they cannot align the prayer. Prayer is not aligned with the word of God. Their prayer, the fourth reason people miss in the place of prayer is that their prayers are not aligned with the will of God. Their prayers are not aligned with the will of God. The, book, the, the scripture says that when we pray according to, the, to his will, he hears us. So if we know that he hears us, we know that whatever it is that we pray about, we have received it. So this is one of the biggest things that sometimes what we are requesting for is not aligned to the will of God for us. So instead of you to first pray for that thing, have you asked for his will concerning it? Have you received the word of God concerning that particular thing before you started praying about it? Because if you must prosper, you need to learn how to pray the right way. Praise the Lord. If you must prosper, you need to learn how to pray the right way. Alright? So, it is important. So, having said all of this, it means that prayer needs to be done with understanding. So, as good as praying in the Spirit is, yes, when we pray in the Spirit is so important because we are communicating with the Father between us and Him. But it is also good to pray in your understanding. Okay, let us look at the book of 1 Corinthians 14, 14. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. Apostle Paul was saying, was admonishing us. He said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, yeah, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Praise the Lord. Yes, your spirit, it is good to pray in the spirit. But the prayer of understanding is important. See, there are some commands that you need to do. So because you have to make commands, because you have to confess, it is important that you pray with your understanding. And where you, do you get understanding regarding the prayer you need? In the word of God. So when we say praying with understanding, we used to think it's because when we think about the things we need. No, it is praying according to the will of God. Okay? Praying according to his will. And praying regarding that particular thing with our understanding, with our authority. So you understand that this issue we are talking about, whether I have authority over it or not. So you will understand what form of prayer to use for a particular issue. So there are some prayers, I've said this before. There are some, the Bible calls us the light of the world. A city that is set upon the hill that cannot be hidden. This is a confession, not a request. So you don't need to not say, start saying, Father, make me a light of the world. No! You are already light of the world. What you need to do is to manifest it. So the prayer in that area is the prayer of confession. The Bible says about me, it is written concerning me that I am the light of the world. Prayer of understanding. There are some prayers you need to pray with authority. When you, want, when you need to command, when you need to cast away, when you need to destroy the works of the devil, you pray with the authority you have received. The Bible says that we have received power over serpents and scorpions, that is Satan and evil spirits, okay? And every other, every other harmful things. And they shall by in no way harm us. They shall by no way harm us. Even when we eat any symptoms in the So this is an authority we have. Use it. 
So it is wrong for you to now pray to God. Okay? Pray to God to come and help you destroy the works of the devil. That is your personal assignment. So the prayer of understanding is so important. You need to understand what kind of prayer, what kind of need you have, or what, what particular thing you want to do, and understand particularly your authority and the and the form of prayer that is that is necessary. See, let me tell you this: the right prayer plus the right form of prayer, okay, plus doing the needful equals results. The right prayer, okay, plus through the medium of the through the right medium of prayer plus doing the needful that is living the word of god concerning that thing will give you results prayer is so important so this is not to say that praying in the spirit is not important of course it is important and we can find evidence in the book of romans chapter 8 it's so important as a matter of fact so so important so so important romans 8 26 in romans 8 26 here it says that uh, likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we hurt. Okay? But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So, there are some times when your understanding may not carry what you need to pray for. You do not know exactly how to pray about it. Then at that time, you can pray in the Spirit. Then you understand that after praying in the Spirit, you may actually receive utterance to say out in the language you speak. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Alright, so 27, see? And he that searcheth the heart, this is why praying in the Spirit is so important, okay? That he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The beautiful thing about praying in the Spirit is that it is your spirit man is always praying according to the will of God. That is the beautiful thing. Your spirit man is always praying according to the will of God. This is why when you are praying in the spirit, sometimes, okay, the, 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 word, the language you speak, okay, utterance regarding the language you speak comes out of your mouth. In the language you can speak and understand. It comes out of your mouth, mouth, okay, and it is done. Because until you understand this, that there is prayer, the prayer of understanding is important, Praying in the spirit is also important. So please, if you are unable, if you are unable to play in the spirit, okay, this is a very you are missing out very big. You need to start praying in the spirit. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to manifest from within you, okay? Acts of the Holy Spirit to manifest within you, and you begin to pray in the spirit. It is so important. Praying in the spirit is important because it enables us, okay? To do the things to have the needs that we don't even know that we need but prayer of understanding helps us okay to do the things we want to do according to the will of god it is so important that we understand how to use prayer unless prosperity will be far from us i pray for you in the name of jesus even as you have listened to this audio that you'll be able to pray as you ought to both in your understanding and in the spirit so as to manifest as the son of god that you are in jesus name amen thank you very much for joining this program god bless you